Blog Talk Radio. Unmarket Your Business, the podcast. Born out of the need to share strategies and techniques that really work to market your business. Think yellow page ads and cold calls are your only choices? That's so last century. You're about to learn tested, tried and true marketing techniques you can apply and master. Ones that feel authentic instead of salesy. Strategies that are true to who you are and how you want to present yourself to your ideal clients. Let's join our host, Carol Joyce Dunlop, in the studio now and allow business success to move forward. Good morning, good morning, everyone. How are you? I hope you are awesome on this cold December morning. I'm in formerly known as Hotlanta. Now it's known as Snowlanta, and I am snowed in, and I decided to do a very special episode with a colleague, of mine that I've known for a good while, Marie Fertona. She is she is waiting with bated breath on the other side of this of this line, and she's going to be on here in a minute. And we want to do something special because you know what? You're snowed in. You can't do anything. You're like, oh, what do I do? Well, what you need to do right now is get ready to find your clients everywhere because Marie is going to tell us how to do that. Marie, are you online and ready? I am. Good morning, Carol. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for getting up out of your snowy bed and coming and joining us this morning. (laughs) My pleasure. It is going to be awesome. Okay. As everyone knows, uh, I'm Carol Dunlop, your host. I kind of jump the gun. Sometimes I just forget all that I'm supposed to say. And I'm welcoming <laughs> you to <laughs> to the Unmarket Your Business podcast, where we, you know, we talk about these marketing strategies to get your business, that's to get you more business, more clients, more money, and that's the main reason that I started this podcast. And I want to let everyone know that this podcast is coming up on one year of existence. On January 9th, it will be one whole year Woo-hoo! that I've been here, and I've had some awesome guests distributed some awesome information, and people are getting stuff out of it. So let's get to it. Let's talk to uh, Marie and see what she has for us. Marie, Marie, please tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to go in and find out how we can get clients everywhere. Well, awesome. Thanks so much, and congratulations on your success. Um, You know, um, I have been really at this work for a long time, and I am very committed that women prosper. You know, that is mm-hmm. my stand in the my life and my business. And it's not that I don't want men to prosper, but it's like I really want to, like, rally around women to say it's time. It's time to step up. It's time to build. It's time to grow. It's time to make more money. And just become the leaders that we're actually meant to be. And what I've been doing is I've been working as a professional coach and consultant for many, many years, and I'm a professional speaker, and I love what I do. It's taken different iterations through the years, but, you know, um, I really have really found a home in working with entrepreneurs, really smart, talented people who really want to make a difference, who want to really leave an impact, make an impact in their life, and you know, to really do the things that really light them up and make a difference for so many others. I love that. And I love the fact that you say you like working with women and you want to see women prosper. 
it was so funny. I had a um, conversation with an accountability partner last week, two weeks ago, and we were coming up with our, you know, how you're always continually changing your branding. Uh, I want to, I don't want to say changing, but tweaking your branding. You know, really laser being laser focused on what you want. And we were having a discussion about should we put women in our um, label, you know, our USP? Do we help women entrepreneurs or whatever? And she said something that really stuck with me because, you know, I feel the same way. I love working with men too, but I really want to see, you know, women be successful. And she said, well, I'm owning the fact that I work with women. I you know, I do work with men because men are always going to be around. We don't. I don't hate men. I love men, but I really, really want to work with women. That's that's where I get my best mojo stuff going on, and and it works. So I applaud you for that, and for everyone out there who can really say who it is and know who it is that they work with. That is like the most important thing in finding your clients. Wouldn't you say so, Marie? I think so. You know, I mean, it affects our marketing and it affects, you know, who our audience Mm -hmm. is. And I like what you said about, you know, our best mojo, you know, happens when we're working with the right people and the right audience. And, you know, I mean, I actually have men clients. I have a couple right now and um, I love men too. And, but it's like Mm -hmm. what I'm really up for is to really see a shift, you know, in terms of really women stepping up and not like being the support role, but really being the lead role in their own life. Right. I love that. And we have to. We have to. You know, even though it's always been said, you know, men, uh, women are the weaker vessel. It's just that we're weaker sometimes physically. I don't think that we're, and that's just, you know, the strength. The amount of muscle, when you get just get down to it, the anatomy, the amount of muscle that a man has in his body is usually much more than the amount of muscle that a woman has in her body just because of the different roles that God gave to us to do. You know, men are going to be the providers and women are going to have the children. Of course, some of that's changed around a lot, but if you get down to the essence of it, that's really how it is. Anything else I think is fair game. You know, women can lead countries, businesses, families, and everything just like men can. So I like the fact that, you know, it's nothing. I don't think there's anything wrong with sectioning out who you are looking at, niching down, you know, being – I'm really targeting, laser targeting, laser focusing on this one group of people, whether it's men, men and women, only women, you know, it doesn't matter. You just got to know who you are. And so let's get into this getting clients everywhere thing. Marie, how did you come up with that? Because I'm, I'm interested to know. Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I was, um, I was talking with one of my business coaches one day about maybe seven, eight years ago. It's hard to remember now. Um, exactly when it was, and I was having a special um, VIP day with her, and in the conversation, she wanted to kind of take the the, the conversation one way, um, which I liked, and what really got present was like, you know, she said, you know, you're really great at connecting, and you're, she said, you are one of the best networkers that I've ever met in my life, and you have communities everywhere. And I said, well, I really think that people can get clients everywhere. They just don't know where they are, and they don't know oftentimes what it is that they're offering, so it's hard to find their clients everywhere. And then we just kind of laughed at the name, and then I just looked at her, and I just said, get clients everywhere. And I said, that is the name of my business. I've been doing the same work for many, many years, you know, but I I rebranded to the name of that business 
and really created a company inside of that brand about seven or eight years ago. And I do think that people really can find their clients pretty much everywhere. I mean, you know, nothing is like full 100%, you know, um, fail-safe. But I think if if we really know who we are and we know what it is that we do, we also know what it is that we don't do. You know, what's not Uh in our bag of tricks, what's not in our our bailiwick. Um, What we can do is we can really understand, if we really understand who we serve, what are their issues and what we do as a solution to those issues, those people are everywhere. So if you went on a plane and you went on a vacation to Las Vegas and you started just being yourself and just sharing about what it is that you're doing, your clients are in Las Vegas. You know, I go to Italy mm-hmm. every year. And if I have a conversation with people, it's like my clients can be in Italy. They could be right next right. door in downtown, you know, Norcross. So I just think the key is not so much that you have to market everywhere, but that you have to really get true to who you are who you, what you do, what your programs are, what your packages are, what your services are, what your products are. And when you can talk about those confidently and clearly, then people show up. They come out of the woodwork and say, I like what you said, and I think you have something for me, so let's have a conversation about working together. Exactly. You are so right about that. I was actually on a training a training the other day, and the coach who was leading it um, was saying that she can tell if a person is for her, meaning going to be in her tribe, someone that she could potentially work with, within two minutes of meeting the person and talking with them. And I think if we could get that clear, now we may not know in two minutes, it may take us some time, but I really resonated with that because usually I can tell in, within a few minutes, I, I wouldn't say two, but within a few minutes, if someone is right for me. You know, as a matter of fact, I was on a um, a virtual coffee call, and I love to do those virtual coffees because you can do them anywhere. You can do them on phone. You can do them Skype, whatever. And we were just trying to get to know each other because she wanted to be a guest on the podcast. And I'm like, cool. But the conversation turned because something that I said, we were talking about something, and she said, Carol, tell me more about what you do because I think I may need to hire you. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> you know, you just you just never know where your clients will be, but I think uh Marie and I'm pretty sure you can agree with me. You have to be open to recognizing who your clients are so you can know when to you know <clears throat> when you're going to meet them or what they're going to look like. Don't you think? Well, yeah, and I think that comes from doing the work um, of really building a brand and building a business. And I know when I work with um, many clients, um, sometimes they're brand new. You know, they're, they might have had really very successful jobs in corporate America, um, you know, really mm-hmm. done well. And so they're very smart and very talented and very experienced. But, you know, the, the world of entrepreneurship is they're opening up a business under their own umbrella uh, is a little daunting right. um, because I think people sometimes have not had the experience of selling. And, you know, mm-hmm. sales is a big piece of being an entrepreneur. We've got to obviously get clients <clears throat> to right. know, be able to deliver what it is that we do. And I think there's a lot of people that really have not really – they just want to go out and sell or they want to go out and just, like, start talking to people about everything that they do, but they don't really – like, if I say, well, what's the name of your program? They haven't named it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. and I would say yeah. to them, when people have a child, they usually name the child so that they can be distinguished <laughs> from one of the other kids in the family. 
And and so it's like, you know, if I look at <clears throat> how I name my program, they will either speak to certain people or they won't. But if I just say, oh, just, you know, hire me for six months of coaching, you know, they might want to mm-hmm. do that, but it's like there's no name or if they want to hire me for something. So I think that it, it, we have to really go inside and we have to do, uh, I think, both the inner work and the strategic work to say, what is our business? What's our, what are our components of our business? Where do we get our money? Um, where do we get our clients? What distinguishes this program from that pro- program? And how are you going to offer that so that the right people will start to show themselves up? And, you know, that's not always an easy job. You know, um, I have mm-hmm. a lot of respect yeah. for people that are just starting because, you know, when I first started, I didn't have any of that in place. And I had many years where right. I, I kind of white-knuckled and, and really struggled through um, but really lining and working up with, um, you know, very, very great coaches and taking lots of trainings and being in lots of programs um, has really helped mold. And today I'm still in a program because I love the community and I love learning. And the market is changing, you know, endlessly. I mean, it's just very different mm-hmm. uh, than when I first started mm-hmm. out. And, um, you know, but I think, I think doing really getting clear what your service offerings are, naming them and pricing them appropriately for the level that you're at and what the le- what the market level bears, I think is really a very smart thing for all entrepreneurs to do. Uh, absolutely. And I have to agree with you, which is why I started, the, which is why I wrote the book and started the podcast, Unmarket Your Business, because we can't do things the same way that we used to, because our marketing today looks a lot different than our marketing two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago. It's so different. And if we don't come out, and, and you know, one thing that happens with people who kind of start out, or even, like you said, they used to be in corporate and now they're starting out their business, so they're smart, but they just don't know about the business world, is you can't just throw anything out there up against the wall and hope that it sticks. You have to have a strategic plan about you know, what you're going to offer, how you're going to put it in the marketplace, how you're going to bring it out there, what you're going to do to get people to notice you. Because if you don't, you'll just get swallowed up by all the noise because that's what everyone else is trying to do. They're trying to get their stuff out there. They're trying to get you to notice them. And it's all this me, 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 me. But it, it there, I really believe that there is a certain group of people for every person that has something to share in this world and put it out there. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you about, and we talked about this briefly before we came on the air, was that you named your your business, your program, you, you know, a part of you can yes, you can get clients everywhere. But we know when we talk about marketing, we always tell people, you know, don't try to sell to everybody because everybody doesn't exist, and you'll wind up selling to nobody. So, can you kind of break that down for us a little bit? How you are able to make this everywhere thing work really, really work? Well, yeah, I mean, I think in a way we were just really talking about that. I mean, you know, there are entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. If I look at myself, you know, I say, well, I work with entrepreneurs. Entrepreneurs are everywhere. They're in every country. You know, um, they're in every county. They're in every state. So, you know, um, I may not want to work in a lot of several countries, but if I just look at the United States or if I look at Canada or maybe some of Europe or whatever, um, you know, I can look at, you know, I'm going to market to entrepreneurs. I'm not going to market to every mm-hmm. single person in the country. So I think that's right. what, you know, there was once a, there was, you know, I once worked with a company and part of the training was, um, you know, you market um, to anybody that has skin. 
And mm. I mean, on some level, that, that's true. You know, if you've got skincare programs, then obviously you need to have people that have skin. But it's like, you know, right. that would it would make it so incredibly difficult. So when you market to everyone, it, there's this saying that says you actually market to no one. So I think going mm-hmm. back to who is it that you really serve? Who do you want to serve? Who do you like to be with? Um, it, it, it's like I, there's a zillion things that I could do because I'm pretty talented, I'm pretty smart, and I'm kind of on the older mm-hmm. end of the entrepreneurial scale. So I've had a lot of work experience um, that has been really, really great, so I can tap into that. But if somebody says to me, you know, do you want to, I, we have a really great opening to sell vacuum cleaners. Um, would you like to, you know, work with our team and help them grow? You know, I could say, well, if I had to, I probably could do it and make it work because I've got the skill set to be able to do it. But I have no interest mm-hmm. in vacuum cleaners. I don't even own one. I have somebody <laughs> else vacuum my house. So, it's, you know, it's like. I know that's right. But I could actually do it. So I'm really interested mm-hmm. in, like, I go to events where my audience goes to. Um, I go Mm -hmm. to speak to audiences that are interested in hearing my message. I write newsletters for entrepreneurs and give them tips and information that helps them grow along the way. I kind of stay in that lane. But there are entrepreneurs everywhere. Or if someone had a skincare company, yes, people have skin. But it's like what skin issues do you deal with? Do you work with teenage mm-hmm. issues? Do you work with acne? Do you work with dry skin? Do you work with aging skin? Do you work with, you know, um, uh, you know, whatever it is? You know, I think we have to really look mm-hmm. at how can we do that. When we really get clear and really do the work of like, really understanding our target market, which, you know, so many people say, oh, I've done that, I've done that, I've done that, I've done that. And then you ask them some questions right. and why they don't have any business, they, they really haven't. They'll say, well, I work with women. Well, that's really not a target market. That really actually is 50% of the, of the population. Um, but, like, right. what about those people right. serve and what can you, you do that? I know you know what I'm, I'm talking about here, but, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of new entrepreneurs mm-hmm. just think, oh, I've just got vitamins. I can give them to anybody. And, so, and they right. wonder why their business doesn't grow because they are trying to, you know, slam something up against the wall and hoping that something will stick. And it, it just makes their life harder. It doesn't mean that it couldn't happen, but it just – why make it harder? I say, you know, quit being the Lone Ranger, you know, stop suffering in <laughs> silence, stop trying to power through making it work and align yourself with people that uh, can really help support you and make your way easy. Right. I, I applaud you for saying that because I don't know. I think when, let's just stick with women entrepreneurs. When we're in corporate, we are so, I guess, sheltered by the corporate, you know, egg that we're in, whatever business we're in, we're kind of sheltered by that. Because even though we're on this career track to move up in ranks and, you know, become a a manager, director, and so forth, you know, the corporation itself has has these trainings that we're scheduled, that women are scheduled to go to. And I'm just going to say women, of course it's men too, but that their employees are scheduled to go to to help make them better at their job, Right. So you go to these trainings, you go to these conventions, you go to these uh, sessions and things like that to make you an excellent employee for that company. So then you get out of that and you say, oh, man, I could just, I could do this. Let me start my own business. And then you get out and then you're like, okay, what do I do? All right, I know that, you know, this is the idea that I have and you just run full force ahead thinking that you have all the answers, and you really don't. You have to get input from 
colleagues, coaches, and experts who are pretty much already doing what you want to do, have done what you want to do, and are in the process of formulating something so that they can give you some expertise and kind of reach down and help you. And I just think that we shouldn't be afraid of that. Don't be afraid of asking for help, searching for help, because, you know, Marie, you and I, same thing. We're looking for coaches. We're looking for experts. We're looking for mentors who can help guide us along the way because, like you said, we don't have to be a long ranger. We, you know, we're all in this together. I don't care if we're all looking at the same audience. We each have something unique to bring there. Uh, Marie, could you give us, like, a couple of tips, I guess, to help us know and you've given us a lot of information, but to help us know really how we can focus in on our our niche, our people, our peeps, as I like to call them, so that we can stop, you know, throwing things against the wall and stop being so broad. What? How can we kind of do that? Well, I think I think there's a couple of ways to go. It's like you know, one of the first questions I just ask people is like, you know, who do you like? <laughs> who do you like to work with? And like, what are the kinds of problems that you like to solve that you think you have? you know, some mastery in, and that you could really make a difference. Um, you know, that's one thing. I think the other piece is really understanding what is it that your offerings are, like what, what's your service about, what's your company about, and what are the problems that it solves, what are the solutions that it provides for people. And then you really look at, you know, who are the people that have the issues that your solutions will, you know, provide and, and make a difference for. And you've really got to look at, you know, um, creating almost like, particular person. Now, one of the things, I'm going to give people a shortcut here. This is something that I learned on my own, but and I speak about it a lot now. It's like oftentimes our ideal client, our target market is ourself because we usually mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. created a business because of issues that, you know, we've had that we tried to transform. I mean, I, I, mm-hmm. I didn't understand marketing. I understood sales very well. But sometimes I would try mm-hmm. to sell to people that had no interest in what I was doing, or I, I didn't even know if they had an interest or not, or if they had a pulse or not, or, or whatever. But right. I would <laughs> power through it. But I didn't really understand how to market to people to get them to actually want or listen to what it is that I wanted to do. And I think that's something that is, um, you know, people don't take the time to really look at it. And you know, I, if you said to me, Marie, who's your target um, audience? Who's your target client? I could, I mean, she's got a name. Um, she's got a physical mm-hmm. description. I know where she lives and how many kids she has. I know what, whether she has pets or not. I know what she's dealing with. I know that she's, you know, really making some pretty decent money, but not enough to really make it all work. And she's got one foot in corporate America and one foot inside of her uh, business and kind of, you know, afraid that she might not make it with her business so she can still jump back into corporate America. She's afraid that she can't, she's going to have to pull her kids out of private school because she really can't make the tuition payments. She's going to sell that second car. Um, you know, there's a lot of things that they're doing. She's cutting back on her cable and, you know, leaving lights off in her house to save, you know, extra pennies. Because that's what my clients actually tell me that they're doing. They're not doing expansive mm-hmm. kinds of things. They're actually doing restrictive kinds of behavior, which will actually help mm. keep you small. So, you know, I've developed that you know, for lack of anything better, Avatar, um, you know, several years ago, and I keep tweaking it because I keep learning things from my clients, and I listen to what it is that they actually say to me, and I use what they say to me in my marketing, and that actually has really made a difference. But a lot of people just say, well, I I work with, you know, women over 50, 
well, great. Well, mm-hmm. what, what is it that you do with them? What are they struggling with? What are they dealing with that would have them hire you? And they haven't, you know, gone, right. I think, enough to understand how to really pinpoint that. So when you pinpoint that and you have that out of your head and you have it on paper or maybe you draw a little picture or you draw a design of who this person is, then you can start to look at where do these people go? Where do they, you know, where do they hang out? Where do they, where do, they do their life? So that mm-hmm. you can go there and be with them everywhere. So, you know, right. it, it takes the time to really do it. And I think most people don't, they don't take the time to actually work on their business and really do the thinking part of it, the planning, the strategizing, the, the wondering if, the, you know, the planning piece. Um, and, you know, I have to keep myself in my planning pieces because that's where I fall short myself. I have to keep myself ahead of my game. But really, I think, you right. know, if we can, like, stop doing our business and really taking the time to work and plan and organize and, you know, I work with my virtual assistant and my bookkeeper and, you know, I try to include what it is that I'm up to and then I certainly have my uh, coaches that I work with to help me, you know, be pulled along. But I think it makes a right. lot of sense for people to, to do that work so that they can really see and then they know where their people are and they can listen for what people are saying and say, you know, I heard what you were saying at this event. I'd love to have a conversation. I think I might have some resources that would be good for you. Let's set up a time to have our Mm -hmm. virtual coffee or, you know, um, an in-person coffee or whatever, or Skype meeting, you know, and and go from there. I love that. I mean, I love every single thing that you've said because myself, I had to go through that. I had to realize that, you know, I can't serve everyone, which, you know, I think we in our head we really know we can't serve everyone, but we try to serve everyone anyway because we have this fear yeah. if we don't if we don't reach out to everyone, you know, we're, we're somebody could be slipping through the cracks. Oh my God, what about that one person that walked away? And I think once we learn that when we have the right messaging, when we have the right products, we have the right mindset, that we can reach the people that are really for us. And then there are always peripheral people who will come in. They, you know, they're listening on the outside and say, what What did you say? Oh, let me go in there. But our main clients, the main people who really resonate with us, those are the ones that we can make the biggest impact for. It's like we go small, we niche down, we find that certain group of people, we start working with working with them, they get success, and then they go tell their friends and their friends tell their friends, and then it becomes something huge. And then we're like, wow, how did that happen? It was because we had the courage and I guess the guts to just niche down and really, like you said, do that work. If we don't do that work, if we don't really figure out who we're actually talking to, we can't, you know, I, I don't think we'll be successful. And I, I fault general marketing for that, like how when you get ready to open your business, they tell you, you know, you need to do this, you need to figure out that. They go, you know, learn the demographics. And then the only thing we hear is how old is this person? Is it a man or a woman? And maybe a couple other things, but we don't get really down deep into, like you said, where do they hang out? What are their fears? What are their pain points? How can I help them? And that helps us a lot. You know, that helps us to really be clear. And I would say that clarity is one of the main things that a lot of people are missing because we're all muddled up inside our head. And if we're not clear, we can't, our message can't be clear, you know? Yeah, you know, and sometimes it's like, you know, I mean, I have a background. I mean, I spent a lot of time in in corporate America and really working for um, like national consulting firms and training and development firms. 
And um, I've gotten to see a lot of different business types, and, and I worked in the human resource area um, and, and, and was a real leader. You know, I, I always jokingly say, you know, the company that I worked with was founded in 1899, and I was the first woman that they hired that wasn't a secretary. <laughs> and I really, I actually, oh you know, I created, I created a division that was actually their, um, their biggest uh, revenue producer, and it was, you know, mm-hmm. marketing to women. Um, they were selling to women, and it was all guys that were doing it, and they were masters at what they did. I mean, they were really awesome people, um, but they were missing mm-hmm. the boat in terms of who their market was, who actually bought their services. You know, and most you know, um, HR representatives and um, HR leaders are women. So it was just really kind right. of interesting. So now there's a corporate company that calls me, and I actually happen to have the time or the interest in doing that particular project. I might say yes. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually not marketing to them. They just know me from the past, or they know me from something that right. I did, or somebody said, "Oh, call Marie." If I have the interest and I have the time, and and, and it's like, "Hey, I'm open to the income, and um, I I think I could make a difference. I'll do that." Um, but it's not really mm-hmm. where I market. So my my newsletters are not addressed to a corporate audience. They're addressed to people wow. who are building a business and growing that. So you know, I once learned from a great coach that you can market to your audience. But you could sell to everyone. So, you know, you, you could sell to anyone um, if they come across. Mm-hmm. Your market is what's going to really bring that. So if somebody comes up and says, hey, can I come into your program? It's like, mm-hmm. you know, um, that's just a yeah. call. But it's not going to help you if you start to say, I can help everybody and I can do this and my products and my programs can help out. I really listen. I like what you said earlier about um, – you know, sometimes when you're having a conversation, you, you can you can hear you can be with somebody for a couple of minutes and and know whether or not they're going to be your client. And I and I think I've been able to develop right. that because I've developed my antenna. <laughs> you know, um, mm-hmm. it's not like mm-hmm. everywhere I go, I'm looking to sell something because that's that really isn't who I am. But people just tell me. I mean, if I'm in a, if I'm at a networking group or I'm at a conference, you know, people are saying that's one of the biggest problems they have is that they they think they're really good. They know that they can help people, but they just don't have enough clients to make it work. And one of the right. pieces that seems to be missing unanimously is the sales process, is that people are uncomfortable mm-hmm. with sales. If they've never had to do that for themselves, I mean, part of my story is I've been selling since I was 10. So I have some facility <laughs> with it. You know, it's easy for me to do it because I've been doing it for a long time. I didn't always right. understand the marketing piece. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think if we can really, um, you know, get with people and, and teach them the process of selling and helping them when they get on a call to do a sales conversation and to get them comfortable with making asks, uh, A-S-K, right. um, that we can, you know, it's like, would you like to be added to my email list? Would you add, like to be added to my invitation list? Is it okay if I send you my free download? Is it okay if I connect with you in a month? Um, would you like to come out to the Women's Network? Would you like to come and be part of my program? Those are all different asks. If I'm doing a strategy session with someone, I call mine business breakthrough session. I really look for a business breakthrough. Like where's a breakthrough that might be wanting to happen, but by yourself in monologue you can't create that. Um, but in a dialogue with somebody that's listening for you, something could happen. I'm listening to what it is that they're saying, and I have a plan in my conversation. I'm just not shooting the breeze with people. I'm listening to see, right. are they something that <laughs> I could make a difference for, and could I help? And if I think I can, and I think that they're right for one of my programs, 
then I might invite them to be in that particular program that was right for them at this time of their of their business. And, you know, having done the work ahead of time, I look at my life now and say, it's easy. You know, it, it, you can really actually systematize things so that you can actually have predictable income. You can plot out your success. And, you know, the biggest thing that is my Achilles heel, just to be transparent here, is, you know, doing my own planning. I could plan anybody's life out really beautifully. But, you know, it's like really taking the time to say, okay, where am I going to be in the next six months? And, I mean, the first thing I do is plot my vacation, book that in, you know, and then I look at what are the finite things that I've got. And then I have to really look at, you know, really making sure that whatever it is that I'm offering has some consistency, some flow, makes sense to be able to offer that. And, you know, for the most part, that works pretty well. Sometimes I'm, you know, putting in my Band-Aids because I've been too outward focused, um, not right. enough for myself. Exactly, exactly. I love it. And, you know, Maria, I could sit here and I could just listen to you and we could talk because we're so on the similar level with helping people. But our time mm. is really running down. We're almost <laughs> we're almost out of time, actually. And I would love for you to tell people how to find you and tell them, I know you have a program coming up, so let us know about that and then we're going to let you get on with your morning. Uh, well, thank you so much. It's been really fun. I mean, it's just time goes by, doesn't it? Um, it does, yeah. <laughs> I think um, if people would like to reach me, they can um, just uh, shoot me a message at getclientseverywhere.com. Uh, they can visit me there and they can send a message if they'd like to connect. Um, there's some free downloads on there if they'd like. And also, um, I have a Facebook page that's Get Clients Everywhere. Uh, it's listed on that. And then for people that like to do retreats or like to go on a retreat to really take care of themselves um, on um, also on Facebook, I have a page that's called Reinvent Yourself in Italy. And for 10 years, I've been taking people to Italy on a really great vacation and time to reflect and rejuvenate themselves. Um, and that's always really fun. What's coming up for me uh, in the next uh, time is that uh, starting on January 5th, I've got a program that's one of my staple and core offerings that's called Networking Savvy, 30 Days to Connect and Grow. And it's for people that you know, consider themselves to be savvy networkers. We want them on the line with us. And for people that are newbies that kind of go, when the thought of networking comes, they kind of cringe or they don't know what to say or they don't know what to do, or they really haven't been trained properly in terms of how to build a professional network as opposed to going to a networking event. And it's just a 30-day program. Um, it's a great structure where we have a call on Mondays and Fridays um, for a month to actually kick off 2018 powerfully, and we learn how to network online and offline uh, so that we can really build our community, build our tribe, um, get the right prospects in for our business. And um, if somebody wants to really expand their list, um, we have people that have really expanded it, you know, 100 people, you know, in that short period of time uh, just by participating in the program. So, um, you know, you can go read about that program on GetClientsEverywhere.com. It's called Networking Savvy, 30 Days to Connect and Grow. We have people from all over who will be part of that program. We're just launching it right now. So, Awesome. Fun. I love it. Everyone, go there right now, GetClientsEverywhere.com. Marie, thank you so much for joining us and being so transparent with your information. And I know it's helped some people that are listening right now. So I really appreciate it. I appreciate you getting up out of your bed this morning and joining me on this snowy day in Atlanta. So we will be talking again soon. Awesome. Thank you so much Have for the opportunity. and thanks for, thanks for what you're doing in the world, too. 
Oh, thank you so much. All right, everyone, thank you. Please join me again this coming Thursday for our regular episode at 1 p.m. Eastern. We will see you then, and everyone, have a great rest of the weekend. Bye. Thanks for listening. We truly appreciate it. For information about guests, products, or services that were mentioned in this episode, log on to our website at www.csicorporation.com slash unmarketing. To learn more, get a glimpse of our upcoming schedule, and join the unmarketing nation of entrepreneurs who are using marketing techniques that work right now. Until next time, keep moving forward.